Hello and welcome to this podcast on the casino industry. My name is Stuart Blows, an employee at one of Scotland's biggest and most prestigious casinos. I've dealt in casinos now for eight years in six different countries. I've dealt to film stars, footballers, billionaire businessmen and even royalty. And what I'd like to do today is try to dispel some of the myths about casinos and introduce you to the modern day casino culture. I also want to give you the knowledge you need to be converted from an outright beginner to a casino winner. Along the way you'll hear about some of the most outrageous stories I've ever picked up in my travels. So sit back and relax while I start at the beginning with a brief history of gambling. The exact origin of gambling is unknown. The Chinese recorded the first official accounting of practice in 2300 BC and it is generally believed that gambling in one form or another has been present in almost every society since. From the ancient Greeks and Romans to the Napoleons, France and Elizabethan England, history is rich with tales of exploits based on the games of chance. And at the height of the Roman Empire, lawmakers decreed that all children were to be taught to gamble. One Roman emperor even designed his carriage to allow for dice games while en route to his official duties. The French, however, are credited with invented playing cards in 1387. And in 1440, John Gutenberg of Germany printed the first full deck of playing cards. Many present-day gambling games are incarnations of previous games. The French working class of the 16th century became adept at the Egyptian game of roulette, while Napoleon took interest in the card game Vantiat, or what is known as Blackjack of 21. The English developed a game called Hazard, the forerunner of today's popular dice-throwing game of craps. And the basis for modern poker games is believed to have originated from a combination of ancient influences including Persian, Italian, and English games of chance. Further refinements to poker include betting techniques introduced by the French and the concept of bluffing developed by the British. It is a fact that the French man that invented the modern game of roulette committed suicide because he couldn't win his own game. But it is also true that if you add up all the numbers in a roulette wheel, that's just 666. That's why some people call it the devil's game. Modern day casinos are still sadly considered as seedy underground drugs, a place for criminals and addicts alike. Fortunately, this is not the case anymore, as during the 70s the game built for Great Britain was established to monitor and regulate the gambling industry. This led to tighter restrictions in casinos. They became members-only clubs and gambling was only permitted in licensed premises. The gaming board was set up with the aim of keeping crime out of gambling, to ensure that gambling was kept up to fairly and to protect the vulnerable. When the gambling board took over, the casino industry changed dramatically. Players were now no longer allowed to drink alcohol at the table, and there was a 24-hour cooling-off period between members signing up and being allowed in. These were just two of the outrageous regulations put into place to clean up the gaming industry's dreadful reputation. But this, thankfully, has now all changed again with the revised Gambling Act of 2005. Today in casinos, you're likely to find live entertainment, bars, restaurants, poker room, training tables, slot machines, prize draws and much more. I personally still don't condone gambling as a form of money making, but it is a fun occasional night out. Now, in the casino, the staff will tell you to expect the unexpected, every time. And the people involved in the next few stories will tell you the same thing too. Now the names and dates of these stories have been changed to protect the players' identities 
Overall, the facts are true, however much against the odds they seem. On May 28, 1989, a record fell. The man known as Stanley Goldenarm Fujitaki strolled into the California Hotel and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, blissfully unaware that by the end of the day he would have walked out a superstar among the gambling communities and $750,000 richer. The origin of this colossal victory began at the craps table. Now for the benefit of the people that don't know how to play craps, the aim of the game is to roll the dice for as long as possible without rolling a 7. If you roll a 7 then you lose and that game is over. Now if you think about it, with 2 dice you're more likely to roll a 7 than any other number. So straight away you're odds on to lose. That's why a typical game lasts anywhere between 1 and 20 minutes, depending on how lucky you are that is. That however wasn't the case for Stanley. From the moment he threw his first roll it took him a monumental 3 hours and 6 minutes to roll a 7, and then a cool 3 quarter million in the process. Rumour has it that the screens from the table could be heard from the back of and that after the shift, the management took the table out of the back and front it. Stories like these are sometimes unbelievable, and it's not the vast sums of money that are involved that make them incredible. Sometimes it's just down to the pure luck of the player. Like the lady in my next story. I had been doing roulette when this lady walked up to my table. She wasn't an especially memorable player until the night she showed everyone that you just have to be in the right place at the right time. I had seen her throughout the night and she had been with friends who were flitting away 20 pound notes like they were going out of fashion. But she wasn't gambling, or at least not until it was time to go. Now I don't know what made her change her mind, but she did it. And she did it at my table. I clocked her straight away for being a beginner. It was the nervous look on her face and the way she tentatively withdrew £5 from her purse and put onto the table. And she asked for one £5 chip. Now this was odd for a beginner to want to gamble £5 on a single number, but hell it was late and I didn't care. So I spun the ball and she dropped her chip onto number 20. And I wasn't paying much attention, but when the ball landed at number 20 I sure enough perked up. In fact coming to think of it, so did the rest of the casino as she let her one of the loudest screams I'd ever heard. With that, she had won £175. Now, she had almost taken her winnings and the original chip up to the cash desk to cash out when another player reminded her that removing a winning bet was bad luck. So she stayed for one last spin. And lo and behold, a double spin, 20 black, another £175. Now, some people would say that that's a remarkable story, but what happened next blew us all away. Not only a treble spin, but a quadruple spin. A 20 black, four times back to back. The lady couldn't even believe her luck. In fact, come to think of it, I couldn't either. Her initial stake, five pounds. Total spins, four. Total winnings, seven hundred and five pounds. Proof that it truly is better to be lucky than good. This next section is devoted to the games you'll find in a typical casino. So I've come to the Maybury Casino in Edinburgh to ask some of the experts to explain some of the games to us, and also some of the rules. So hopefully. They'll give you a bit of an insight into what to do when you stood there at the table for the first time. First of all, the most popular game has to be roulette, and Marky's going to explain to you how to play. Marky. Well, roulette is a game of total chance. The aim of the game is to have your chip on the winning number after the ball is finished spinning round the wheel. In roulette, you buy chips valued at either 50p or a pound and place them on the numbers you think are going to win. If you have a chip straight up on one number, this pays the most at odds of 35 to 1, but you can also cover two numbers with the same chip by placing your chip on the line between them. But because you're covering double the amount of numbers, you only get half the payout, 
Likewise, you can cover four numbers with the same chip, but once again, it pays half. If betting on the numbers isn't your thing, you can also bet on the outside chances. These bets are even money chances, and you can cover all the high or low numbers, all the odd or even numbers, or all the red or black. There's one thing to remember though, if you want to bet on the outside, most casinos have a minimum bet of £5. Thanks, Monkey. And have you got any tips for our listeners? Well, if you think about it, the ball can't land in two different sections of the wheel. So if you only pick numbers that are next to each other, you won't increase your chances of winning. But because all your chips are concentrated in one section, there's a good chance you will receive a bigger pair when you do win. The next most popular game has to be Blackjack. And I've asked Devon, who has four years experience in the game Blackjack, to tell us a little bit about the game. Devon, do you mind telling our listeners how to play Blackjack? Sure. Well, the aim of the game is to get closer to 21 than the dealer without going over 21. At the beginning of the game, everybody gets dealt two cards, and in turn, all players decide if they want to take another card or stand. Once everybody has decided on their hands, the dealer will deal himself and must stop on 17 or above. If the player and the dealer have the same total, then there's a standoff and you don't win or lose anything. In blackjack, cards are classed on face value, so jacks, queens and kings count as 10, Aces count as 1 or 11. If you get an ace and any 10 value card, it's called blackjack, and wins over any other hand. If you get dealt two cards of the same value, you have the option to split, which means the player can make two hands out of one, but this costs twice as much money as you have to double your stake. Otherwise, if you think you have a good chance of beating the dealer, you might want to double down, which means you can increase your stake after seeing the cards, but the catch is, if you double down, you only get drawn one card. And have you got any tips for the listeners that might help them during the game? There's a couple of good things to remember. If you think about it, the 10, jacks, queens and kings all count as 10, so you have a higher chance of drawing a 10 value card than any other, but so has the dealer. So if the dealer's first card is a 6 or less, he has to draw at least two more cards because he has to stand on 17, and so he has more chance of going over 21 or busting. Now in that case, everybody wins. So, the tip is... You don't want to draw another card if you have 12 or higher because the dealer will have to take two more cards and is likely to bust out given, like we said, there are uh, more 10 value cards in the pack. And the final game I want to profile for you is a less common game, but in my opinion the best game. The game of dice or craps, as it's better known. And John is here to give you the inside scoop. John, would you please try to explain to our listeners the basics of the game of dice? Hi. The game of dice starts with Five dice are being offered to you by the dealer. You pick any two dice from five and then you try and hit the back wall. It's not mandatory to hit the back wall, but these are the rules and that's what we want. So to begin the game of dice, you've got your two dice. You put two pounds minimum or two dollars, whatever you are, on the pass line. This is starts the game of dice. To win on the pass line, if you throw a seven or eleven, you will win straight away. It's an even money bet. The only time you lose at the beginning is on 2, 3 or 12. The 2, 3 and 12 are the don't pass sets. These are the exact opposite of the pass line. So to begin the game, you've got your two pound on the pass line. You throw the dice, if a seven comes, or 11, you've won. The 2, 3 or 12 comes, you lose. It's that simple. The next part of the game involves any other number thrown, which will be four, five, six, 
eight, nine, ten. This initiates the point. So what this means, with your two pound bet on the pass line, the point, say you throw a six, the point's a six. Now for you to win on the pass line again, you have to throw a six. And it's the only number that you win on. The number you lose on is seven. So it's that simple. You win on six and you lose on seven. If any other number comes up, if you have money on these numbers, you will get paid. I.e. If a four, five, eight, nine, ten, and you have a bet on them, you will get paid. There's also other different aspects of the game. There's a bet called the field. It's an even money bet, excluding the two and the twelve. If the two comes up, you'll get paid double. If a twelve comes up, you get paid three times. And any other number in the field, which is four, nine, ten, eleven, you'll get paid even money. Okay, tips for winning, tips for winning at dice. The most popular number on a dice table is seven. You can actually place a bet on the seven and you'll get odds of four to one. The two most popular numbers are the six and eight. Bet these two numbers at any time and you will get paid more frequent than the four, five, nine and ten. The bet on the six and eight is a three pound minimum. The odds are 76. I know it's small, but they do come very, very frequently. So for your £3, you'll get paid £3.50. Well, thank you guys for your time today. And I think what John was trying to say was that with two dice, the most common number rolled is seven. And although you want to avoid rolling a seven, the next two most common numbers are six and eight. So these numbers are going to be rolled more often than a four or ten, say, for example. But don't forget, because 6 and 8 are the most rolled numbers, they pay the least. And it depends on how much of a gamble you are. The 4 and 10 are a high risk bet, but they pay the most. And the 6 and 8 are low risk, but they pay the least. So we're coming to the end of this podcast. And I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I've enjoyed talking. So with all that said and done, all that's left to do now is to wrap things up. So I want to say a big thank you to John, Yvonne and Malky for explaining the games to us. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening. From Stuart Blows, signing out. Bye-bye.